This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm going to be discussing the concept of idolization. I think in this age of social media, where we're all constantly looking at each other's lives, depending on how much we use social media, it can be easy to kind of idolize people who maybe have a lot of followers or have a particular lifestyle that we aspire to, or maybe even someone who's a peer of ours, who, you know, we see bits and pieces of their life that we think they're so perfect and they're held up on this pedestal in our mind, etc. This can really lead towards a process of idolizing someone and even lead to really negative feelings down the line. Now, I think there's a huge difference between holding deep respect for and admiration for someone um, in comparison to idolization. And, you know, I think it's important to remember that we're all human. We all have different flaws, different things we get a little bit sensitive about sometimes, certain things that can trigger us. And that is all our own personal responsibility to deal with those things in the healthiest way possible. Um you know, but I think with the current climate of living in this age of comparison, idolization is something that is really, really prominent. And I think for some gets to the point where it is really unhealthy and it can even lead towards people becoming haters that once really, really admired a person. I think when you get to the point where you're idolizing somebody or something, there can be this sense of attachment to the idea that you have about them rather than who or what they really are or what the thing actually is. And you might admire them under certain conditions. For example, I know something that I've seen, especially within the vegan community, is people will, you know, really admire someone's ability to stay vegan and follow them and follow their journey as they're becoming vegan and follow up on their posts and their recipe videos all the time. But if somebody strays from that lifestyle, all of a sudden they'll get so much hate. They'll get so much, you know, backlash from people that are like, you lied, like you're doing this for this and that reason. And they'll be heavily judged. And all of a sudden you have this angry mob of people in the comments section or like blowing up in a person's DMs and a bunch of unfollows, just like a whole bunch of stuff going on in the social media realm. People might even get death threats or get threatened in real life because of certain things. Um, and this goes for all different kinds of lifestyles. You know, it's it's just something that's kind of interesting that has come of more prominence in this time. I think, you know, when you are admiring people under certain standards or conditions, they can unfortunately be seen as inhuman. They can be sometimes messaged to or talked to as if they are not human. People will write really hateful things online about people that they don't even really know personally. They only know from whatever information is shared online and be very, very open about it, be very, you know, at times disrespectful about it. And that's, of course, objective or subjective excuse me, and but it can objectify the person and you view them as an object rather than a human being. So I think it's important that whoever you are 
kind of maybe, you know, it's different for every single person, but you probably know who it is for you, who you look at their life and you're like, oh gosh, like I really wish I had that or I wish I had these qualities that this person has, etc. You know, and I think when it goes back to objectification, some people arguably objectify themselves you know, if they present themselves in a certain way in a particular context, and that can be argued, I feel like it is questionable in a matter of perspective. However, it's one's choice how they want to present themselves, and there may be different consequences for how a person presents themselves versus someone else. Now, when it comes back to being attached to a certain image of this person, this ideal, this whatever it is, For you, it may fulfill a need, a want, a desire, or an ideal that you hold to be true or important in your life. And this person is an extension or a representation of that for you. So you may put them up on a pedestal and say, oh my gosh, like look at what they're capable of. Like, you know, it may give you some hope that you're, you're going to be able to do that one way, one day. And that, that's totally fine. You know, however, oftentimes when these people, fail which they can you know the people the followers sometimes they feel betrayed or lied to because there was some aspect about their personality that was like oh like i thought you believed in this and now you don't and i was giving so much attention and so much admiration towards you and now i feel really betrayed and i think that's kind of where fans can turn into haters because they're all of a sudden like, oh, I don't like that person anymore because of this, that, and the other, and they feel entitled to be really judgmental for whatever reasons they justify. You know, if someone that you idolized changes some aspect of themselves, which let's be real, when people choose to make choices towards change, they are capable of doing that. Change isn't always the easiest thing for everybody, but people do change. And sometimes people go back to doing things that they used to do, and that's their own choice. And sometimes people move on and do other things. So that's an individual choice, and you can't judge a person for doing that. You can be like, oh, okay, they made that decision. I have my ways of feeling about that, and I know that those aren't things that I want to do, or, oh, that's interesting. But I don't need to judge that person because they're another person living their life, doing the best that they can. And I just have to focus on myself as far as how I would handle myself potentially in that situation and what I'm going to choose to do in my life. You know, but some people really take it so hard to the point where it represents this loss of hope in humanity, which this ideal person or whatever represented to you and they feel totally betrayed you know and I think it's important you know I've had mentors tell this to me in the past where it's just like because working in the entertainment industry performing arts industry you meet people that have accumulated a certain degree of clout or fame or whatever it may be and it's important to remember that everybody poops everybody farts everybody has bad days and everybody is capable of various forms of evils if they're put in certain situations and people are very capable of good but don't put anybody up on such a high pedestal i think it's really important to honor people's accomplishments and to acknowledge them and affirm them if it feels right for you to do that and not just be like oh I don't care if that person's famous like I'm just going to treat them like garbage anyways like no you don't need to do that like it's 
good to be just like a decent human being and respect another person. But it's not the healthiest thing to put people up on pedestals. And I find that oftentimes it makes people a little bit uncomfortable when they're treated like that or, you know, you start fangirling or fanboying over them too much. It's like at the end of the day, they're a human being and like they have human emotions. You don't need to like freak out that much about it. I feel like oftentimes people, we have a lot more in common than we have different And it's just important to honor those similarities regardless of whatever differences may exist between either of you. Now, I think when you idolize, it can cause you to feel inferior. And for some people, that may trigger certain feelings. It may trigger the ego on a subconscious level to overcompensate and feel this need to surpass the other person. And this is the ego's way of kind of conceptualizing this as like a way of gaining equality in some respect you know looking back on my experience as a dancer there'd be times where you go to certain competitions either local regional competitions where you might run into people from different studios and you know there might be someone in your age category who you're consistently going up against and you might beat them at one competition then maybe they'll beat you because the judging is very subjective and on a day-to-day basis, someone's balance might be off. Someone might might not be uh, performing at the level that they need to. So it's like very variable, you know, but if you lose to someone, you might be like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to trade so hard and I'm going to go out and I'm going to like, you know, the focus ends up being about beating the other person rather than doing your best. And that's where I feel like I have an issue with that. And I know when I'm training my students, I always train them to be really cognizant about that. It's like, when you go to dance competitions, it's not about beating other people. Like you really are there to do your best and compete against other people who are also doing their best and allow that to inspire you to train harder and work in such a way that allows you to grow in your craft, not, you know, lead towards other unhealthy competitiveness, which can lead towards emotions of anger, jealousy, and envy, you know, And these are all emotions rooted in fear. You know, when it comes to anger, you're expressing this, you know, aggression because you're feeling fearful that someone's attacking you. Jealousy is fearing that you won't have what the other person has. Envy is a fear rooted in wanting something that you think you would never be able to have. It's similar to jealousy, but jealousy is a little bit different. Now, an intense attraction can mean polarity is present, and this kind of relates to the whole concept of magnets, right? When one thing is positive, one thing is negative, sometimes those things can be oftentimes drawn to each other, and because the universe is constantly seeking this sense of wholeness, and People do say sometimes like opposites attract. And I think it's interesting to see this not only in relationships and friendships. Sometimes people with a lot of similarities can be attracted to each other. But other times people that are seemingly very different from one another can be very attracted to each other for interesting reasons as well. Sometimes you might be attracted to an external idealization of what has been repressed within you or not fully actualized within you. And... I can give some examples of that. So let's say you were raised in a really, really strict household. You weren't allowed to do 
anything or like really express any sides of yourself that were maybe a little bit more um you weren't just really able to express yourself and then you meet somebody who is so comfortable expressing themselves really comfortable in their skin and doesn't really have a lot of social anxiety and you're like wow like you might really be attracted to that person because you want the qualities that they have not that you you really care so much about the person but you're attracted to those qualities that you don't have Or maybe you are dealing with some different body image issues and you see somebody else who seems to have so much confidence in their body. They look really good in accordance to what you think the ideal body is and that is totally different for everybody. And you might look at this person and be like, wow, you may not even really necessarily think you need to look like them. However, you are drawn to their confidence and that aspect of them is what you are idolizing. And you may idolize the person just because they have one aspect that you really aspire to. Maybe someone has come into a lot of clout or a lot of like social media success maybe someone has come into a lot of financial gain and you see this and you're like wow like this person is so amazing but you're just attracted to the fact that they were able to accomplish that and you'd want to almost like study them like a caveman and you know figure out what they've been able to do to make that happen so I think when it comes to me, I realize that, you know, I don't have like a huge following on social media. That's not really a big deal to me personally. You know, we all have different gifts and abilities and we all can honor others without comparison and be in a state of balance and harmony. And that's really a choice. There are choices that you can make that support that outlook and that lifestyle and that mindset. And there are other choices that you can make that will lead towards you know, a very unharmonious place and unbalanced place within your decision making. I think certain personality types attract different people. Um, Unless you've been living under a rock, you know, there's a online celebrity, James Charles, who has blown up as far as his following. He has a lot of teenage girls following him from all over the world and boys that, you know, and his personality, his His quirks and his little mannerisms and his little sayings and his products as well as far as his makeup palette have really drawn quite an audience. I mean, he recently, I think the last time he was in London recently and he had 10,000 people come to the mall and to greet him, which was pretty insane. And seeing the videos of that, it looked like an amphitheater was filled, but it was just a mall. It was kind of wild. You know, but from my perspective, I see, okay, he's providing an entertainment service in such a way that really attracts girls who have this maybe sassy side of them, which let's be real, most do. And he's very open and like a little bit flamboyant from time to time and really is is uh, very confident and very, he presents himself well. And this these may be qualities that these girls aspire to have. And they may just really genuinely like him as a person. However, people that typically acquire those types of fans, it says something 
about them and it says something about the fans when you look at what is being um, exchanged as far as the transaction, what product, what service is being offered, and the type of client it is attracting. There's typically some different statistics and figures that come into play when that's kept in mind. And I think for me, fame and being seen as an idol is something that I personally view as more of like a scientific, mathematic um, kind of equation, you know, really founded in psychological and sociocultural needs and basis. So what I mean by that is like society oftentimes perceives a lack and someone who's offering a solution to that is also offering something that people desire and it creates this fear of missing out or FOMO and people want it and they feel like they need that outside of themselves in order to be happy. The truth of the matter is I think there's a lot of things that people do to try to gain love and gain affection that they really don't need to do. There's a lot of products and services people buy into that they don't need to really include their in their life to be loved. There's And this is, of course, like very subjective, but I think we've kind of been lied to in the sense that you really need to be and act a certain way in order to receive love. And I think social media has, to an extent, furthered that belief. However, I do think there are people that are celebrating their uniqueness, sharing their uniqueness, and attracting others who really appreciate that uniqueness as well. So there's kind of something there for everybody, I think, when it comes to the different social media platforms. I would just say be cognizant of what you find yourself viewing. Be cognizant of what you are investing your time and your money in and what type of ideal you're perpetuating. Is it something that is founded in creating more harmony and balance in your life and other people's lives? Or is it something that is really meant to, you know, kind of manipulate a situation for your benefit it's you know that's kind of a dark view on things however i think it is ever present in our society and a little less talked about and you know i think you know we're we are lied to that we need to do x y and z in order to be loved and appreciated because truly the people that really care about you unconditionally the friendships that you have with people that will love and care about you unconditionally they, they're not going to care what kind of clothes you wear, what kind of makeup you're wearing, what your body looks like, what, you know, zip code you live in. People that really love you at the end of the day are not going to care about that stuff. And I think it's important to surround yourself with people that motivate you, encourage you and help you constructively think about things so that you're living your life in such a way where you're focused on yourself. You're focused on your positive outlook and being motivated to figure out what your purpose is in life and to discover what you are capable of and people that honor and lift you up, not cause you jealousy towards living how they want you to live or acting a certain way in order for them to like you. It's just not a foundation for a healthy relationship, friendship, or even really acquaintance. Now, I think when you do get into these habits, it can lead you into things where you're just walking in circles for years. You're continuing to engage with things that are kind of of this world, if you will, in regards to different products and services and just be walking in circles, really wasting your time really rather than going down 
a path where you are discovering all that you're capable of and really discovering your purpose and giving back to society in such a way that really fulfills that. And I do feel like that is really an important process of being alive and living a very fulfilled life. Now, again, I do want to state it's not to discount other people's success. Maybe they have really worked through a lot of adversity to get to where they are. You know, everybody has a different story. Everybody has different problems and different struggles that they've overcome. I think it's important to honor that. You know, I think envy comes into play when wanting what a person has becomes like more important than actually caring about the actual individual and seeing them as a human, you know, because you may not actually care about them. Again, you may admire them when you want what they have. And I think this is kind of when it comes into play as far as haters. You know, haters may knock a person off their quote unquote pedestal when they see somebody who has something that they want and they can't achieve that. So they're just going to try to either take it or they're going to try to push that person off. Now, if you guys are familiar with the um, FX series, The Assassination of Gianni Versace, American Crime Story, I think it's called. I've watched the entire series. I found it very, very insightful in regards to just the different perspectives and segregation even within the homosexual society, especially in the 1980s and 90s and how there was a lot of prejudice um, towards homosexuals and how there was such a difference in treatment towards a celebrity like Gianni Versace who really lived a very lavish lifestyle. He had a lot of beauty around him a lot of the time and the man who murdered him, Andrew Cunanan, he was not somebody who really lived that lifestyle, but he aspired to have that lifestyle. And many would argue because he couldn't have what Gianni Versace had, he assassinated him because he couldn't stand seeing someone else have that success and living in a world without being able to have that for himself because it was just a trigger and a constant reminder that he wasn't as important as this person. And I think on a more subtle level, this can be something that people may relate to, um, especially when it comes to hate, online hate. There's no there's no lack of that, unfortunately, in society um, and in the online interwebs. This has been something that's been going on for years. And you know, people have had haters vandalize their homes, make death threats about them, do all kinds of things to try to put another person down. And even when it comes down to schoolyard bullying, it's there can even be aspects of that, you know, as elementary, literally, as those things that come into play when a person is being judged or hated. Um, you know, I I think that one of the most kind of recent very contemporary applications of this is high schoolers that want to start a youtube channel and then end up getting teased at school so much to the point where they have to do homeschooling this seems to be a pretty common issue that i think a lot of teenage youtubers discuss and talk about um on their channels and um 
it's just, you know, it's an interesting fact to take into consideration because other people are going to try to pull you down when you try to walk on your path and be creative and do something with your life. And it's unfortunate that that happens because when you start to achieve different things, other people might be jealous. They might be envious and it might make them angry. Now, I think there's also something that comes into play in regards to competing to run away from emotions because you feel like there's an inequality and a lack in your life. And, you know, as a hater, someone might be wanting to not feel those things. So they're just going to judge another person and they might turn against the person they once admired or idolized and try to put them down. You know, we've seen this across history as far as members of society that, um, for example, with Caesar back in the day, as a ruler, you know, it was members of his own court that killed him and wanted to take away his power. This is not, you know, new. This has been going on for years. Sometimes the people that are closest to you or your biggest fans or supporters can turn on you and that can actually be really dangerous because they feel like, you know, you wronged them in some way. And, you know, I think when people also are in a position where they can't really, in their perception, match up to this other person that they're idolizing, sometimes they'll go for the comparison of superiority of character or their morals. You know, maybe they don't have the specific talent or the money or the looks or whatever it is that this person has that they put up on this pedestal. So they'll be like, well, I'm a better moral person than this other person and I have better character. And look at all these things that this person's done that is so imperfect and so horrible and blah, blah, blah. You know, in the at the end of the day, it's like no one's perfect. Most celebrities have had their scandals or their moments or they've been, you know, pushed to a level where they are really, you know, at their limit. They've either been put under a lot of stress, you know, even Britney Spears. You know, I think everybody who at least was born in the 90s or the 2000s remembers seeing that you know, shaved-headed Britney Spears with the umbrella going after the car. It's like even people that can seemingly be so poised, when you end up putting people in certain situations, they can crack. And I think it's our job to really educate ourselves in ways that we can be emotionally educated and aware about things in our life. That way, hopefully, we don't get to that point. And also act in ways that are conscientious of other people's emotions and um, try not to... uh, activate that in other people, you know, for the hopes of keeping peace and not really bothering people intentionally because that's messed up. So, you know, I think it takes a lot of strength not to judge another person. You know, when people are going through difficult times personally, I always just wish them the best and whatever support I can give them to try to help. I always try to offer that within reason, of course. And, um, You know, I think because sometimes people that end up doing things a certain way or, um, you know, just as an example, literally yesterday I was out and about um, and I was with somebody who I'm not going to name them, but I was spending time with someone and they were looking at this person who was, it was kind of like a group of girls that were very promiscuously dressed and, you know, they probably had like, you know, a lot of their 
legs and butt were hanging out of their shorts type of situation and this person that I was with was being really judgmental being like no I'm gonna stare at them like this is like gross like they shouldn't dress like that and I was like you know what maybe this is what they do to get attention or feel good about themselves maybe this is what they feel like they need to do like you don't know what they've been through in their life like maybe this is what makes them happy like you can make a choice not to do that but I mean I would rather be kind to that person who's choosing to dress like that just because that's a kind thing to do like they're not doing anything to bother me so I'm not you know I don't have to look and I don't have to dress like that but I think and I also don't have to judge you know, because I don't know what their situation is. Maybe they really wish that they could dress different than that. Maybe they, you know, really wish that they could have a different lifestyle or live a different way. Maybe they're really happy like that. I don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't, at the end of the day, care to judge whatever that person's choices are. You know, for me, I feel like it's a lot about finding the commonalities between two people and honoring those similarities. Just, you know, when it comes to sort of making a Venn diagram where there's you and the other person, how much can we fill up in the category that we have the same? You know what I mean? Because we're human. We've been through things like there's no need to judge the other person. And, you know, who I was with was kind of like, okay, well, that's a really honorable way to look at things, you know, and I'm not sure that I completely changed their mindset about things. Wasn't really my goal. I just wanted to share my perspective on it, but I think it's an important thing to do. You know, there's a lot of things that other people may incorporate in their lifestyle that may seem absolutely out of this world to us. And I think for me, I take a lot of interest in different cultures across time and centuries and, you know, um, having studied anthropology. It's like, There are so many different ways of living life for humans, and I think they can all be seen as interesting and honorable to some degree if we choose to see them that way. So I think at the end of the day, it really is a choice, and it is important to be open-minded about things and see what you can learn from another person rather than being judgmental and mean. I think most people have encountered someone in their life that has been judgmental or mean towards them. And it's not oftentimes a good experience. So you just kind of have to think, do you want to be the person who's being like that or the person who's being kind and compassionate? Now, obviously, if someone is trying to like, you know, F your shiz up, then like, you know, you got to handle things a little bit differently and stand up for yourself and and that type of thing. And I think every situation is a little bit different. So, you know, there's it's always important to stand up for yourself. Um, If someone's really coming for you and really trying to put you down, I think that's a totally different situation. But if someone's just living their life, they're not doing anything to hurt you. Like, why go out of your way to be judgmental and disrespectful to someone like that really says a lot more about you than it does the other person. So that's just kind of, you know, an internal check you may need to give yourself. Now, a lot of people can get into the point where they are really being disrespectful to somebody else to avoid dealing with the internal hurt that they are, you know, avoiding. And maybe from things in their past, maybe from things that they have not healed, And I think it's really important and an individual responsibility for us to take time to look at those things and heal those things. And I've done a slew of podcast episodes kind of touching on this from time to time. 
But I think healing those parts of your past is important because it does affect other areas of your life. It does affect your relationships, not only with yourself, but with other people. So it's important to look at things that maybe you need to forgive yourself and others for. Look at aspects of yourself that you could make positive changes for for the better and just go about doing that, not necessarily needing the validation or critique of other people, but just being constructive with yourself in such a way that helps you become another um, but or a better version of yourself. I think, um, you know, sometimes when people get into this mindset of going into a very hate mindset towards another person, it uh, it gives them some sense of power because they're like, oh, like I have some significance now because I'm speaking up against this particular thing. And this can attract more people who seemingly feel powerless to rise up against these people. And I mean, there's no, there's no like um, mistake that most of the wealthy, beautiful celebrities have more hate than anybody else. You know what I'm saying? You know, people like to come for them and they feel entitled to come for them because they are like, oh, these people like flaunt their life and like, who do they think they are? Blah, blah, blah. And there's just so much jealousy and so much envy rather than really trying to find common ground with another person. Be like, oh, that's interesting. Or I don't know. (laughs) I just tend to think things are very interesting rather than make like super harsh judgments about things. Now, when it comes to idolization, again, you're really taking the human qualities away from a person when you're doing this to them. And, you know, whether you wish to be idolized, because I know that some people really fantasize about that and be like, oh, I really want to be looked up to. I really want to be, you know, admired and adored. And I want people to pay attention to me. And I want to be in the spotlight and I want to be the center of attention. These are not, you know, uncommon feelings. A lot of people feel this and strive for this and they do it as a way of seeking importance in their life, which I don't agree with. I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting to feel like the center of attention, but what are you attracting attention to? Is it just yourself or do you have some type of a bigger message that is meant to help people? You know, I think that's important to take into consideration. Um, but when you want to idolize yourself or another person if you're being put in that position oftentimes people are having to live up to a certain type of image they're oftentimes criticized if they are triggering to anybody for whatever reason Uh, they can never be seen as inappropriate they can't say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing or else they'll be judged and criticized for that And they tend to have to be staying in this quote-unquote box of an identity because this is what people are used to seeing of them. And if they change, it's going to make them uncomfortable or whatever. Now, when it comes to common things that people can be envied for, sometimes it's people's looks or their talents or abilities. And in that case, if you're feeling pain from viewing someone who has that, I say treasure yourself. Find the things that you are capable of doing. Celebrate those, invest time in those, and grow those as best you can. If you message someone who's on social media or you 
reach out to somebody or you try to strike up a conversation with a person and they are not favorable to you or they don't really want to connect with you or they just, you know, might even be disrespectful to you. It's important to affirm yourself and be like, you know what, I am a good person. I have good intentions. This person really might not be who I thought they were. They might be having a bad day. I don't really know. But regardless of whatever this person thinks about me, I am worthy of having a conversation with and I'm a good person. You know, you have to know that about yourself and be coming into the conversation with good intentions, of course. Now, sometimes you might hear no. You might be, you know, ask them something and they might say no or not want to give you what you're interested in. And I think dealing with rejection and dealing with not getting the things that we want in our life is a huge step in maturity as we get older. Because the fact of the matter is, and I mean, I know this from going through the audition process so many times and, you know, it's like for the past years now, I've kind of been on the other side of the audition process where I'm auditioning people or putting people in a position where they are wanting to kind of meet a standard of what I'm asking them to do. It's, you know, but I'm also sensitive to that because I've been in that position myself now, sometimes in auditions, you're typecast. They want a specific look. They want a certain ability. They want a certain characteristic that you just may not have or compared to another person, they might have more of it than you do. And that's fine. You know, that doesn't make you a bad person. That doesn't make you less than anybody else. I think dealing with the concept of rejection can be very painful, but it's kind of like once you rip the Band-Aid off, it stings a little bit but it's off of you. You know what I mean? It's one of the things that I think we have to get used to as we mature and um, it makes accepting accomplishments and the invitations that we do receive that we know that we are worthy of and that really meet our standards as far as our goals even that much more special, I guess, and really... um, We really appreciate them in a different way than maybe we would have if everything had come to us so easy. So I think dealing with rejection can be something that is a great learning tool. You may see somebody who also has more success than you and this may cause you pain. And to this I have to say focus on yourself. Each of us has a unique purpose. Each of us has a unique path that we're on in our life. Something interesting to give the world. Interesting to share with the world. And... If you let that process take place and you invest your time in figuring out what that is for you rather than being completely absorbed in someone else's life, I'd say like do whatever you can to gradually detach from that or immediately detach from it and just begin focusing on what your purpose is for your life and, you know, meditate on it, pray on it, whatever you choose to do surround yourself with people that support you completing that vision and move forward in that direction rather than looking at someone else's success because they all had a starting point as well so and everybody's circumstances are a little bit different you know some people may look at kylie jenner and be like oh she's a billionaire at 19 like what am i doing with my life you're doing your purpose she had different set of circumstances than you (laughs) it's okay you don't need to compare yourself to that you know you can be like, wow, she's capable of that. I wonder what I'm capable of. 
Also, you may see someone have the ability to change. They might be leveling up certain areas of their life. I think for you, remember that you're capable of doing things too. You're just as capable, worthy, and um, deserving of achieving whatever level of success that you want to in your life. And you have to believe that and focus on it and remain steadfast in that if you are ever to achieve those things that you want to achieve. So keep that in the forefront of your mindset and that should be really helpful to you. You may admire someone else's beauty as well and there are many perceptions of beauty. What you view as beautiful could even change from a couple months from now, from a couple years from now. Beauty standards are so different from over the years. So I think when you're able to see yourself as beautiful for qualities other than your appearance, that's really important. Whether you do meet society's standards for aesthetic beauty, which are highly unrealistic as it is, that's it's really an internal feeling. And when you're able to cultivate that from within inside of yourself, regardless of whatever you're dealing with externally or physically, then that can be a really empowering thing. And there are many people out there in this world that are seeking to really cultivate body positivity, promote body positivity, and help others break down boundaries that they may have within their own mind about what having a positive relationship with yourself means and a positive relationship with your body and your appearance means. You may really uh, admire someone for their fame or their wealth. And I think it's important to remember that Although someone may have wealth and they may have fame, this is not something that always brings people happiness. I'm not saying that money and having money can't make life a little bit easier or solve some problems, but it only solves the problems that money can solve. It doesn't solve the problems that, you know, having a healthy psychological mindset can solve. There's only so much it can solve. So don't envy that this one thing that comes and it can go very easily as well so work with your blessings that you've been given and do your best to invest your time and your resources accordingly so that you can grow to whatever your goals are you know beyond just gaining notoriety and having attention because i mean it's uh is this really only so fulfilling to a certain degree? And if you are seeking to find your significance through that, that's going to be a little bit of an unfortunate process. I think you really need to find your significance within and exude that and be around people who also honor that within you on a real level, that know you on a vulnerable level and an intimate level because those are the close people that you want in your life and those are the types of true relationships and friendships you want to build in your life for long-term, sustained, healthy self-worth and a sense of significance in your life. You have to know that you're significant just by being who you are. So I think, you know, as much as we can, we can try to not cause pain to other people. You know, however, we can't really control other people's reactions. I know for me in high school, I was like the tall, you know, slender, like kind of everybody. I'm not really saying this to like gloat about myself because I don't think that like my genetics are 
an accomplishment. You know, I trained a lot. I worked really hard and I was blessed to be tall and athletically slenderly built. And I did get a lot of, you know, comments from other people be like, oh, I wish I had your body. I wish I looked like you. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like things like that would happen all the time. And I was just like, I didn't even think about it. I was like, you know, I appreciate my body for everything that it could do. Um, I didn't compare my body to another person's body. However, to have that happen to me, I'm not going to lie. It made me uncomfortable sometimes. And it made me feel like, oh, do these people like feel bad about themselves because I'm just like standing here? Like, <laughs> I mean, it, it did kind of make me feel like uncomfortable because I didn't feel that way about another person. I really admired the qualities about people and I wanted to be around people and friends with people because of who they were and the type of energy they brought to my life. So for me, I really feel as though, you know, if I could go back in time, I wish I could just like, I don't know, give people that confidence to like appreciate all that they have because I didn't see any lack in anybody else. And oftentimes I feel like that really is the case. It's like, yeah, there are people that are super judgmental and stuff and really mean. However, like oftentimes we're our harshest critics when it comes to being judgmental with ourselves if we choose to be. And it is really not the healthiest mindset. And if you were saying these things to another person, that would be really mean. So it's important to just keep that in mind. Um, you know, I feel like it would be ideal obviously if people lived in a state of confidence and they felt really good about themselves because a lot more positive things could get done in this world people could collaborate at a higher level more conscious level and be creating and really finding solutions to problems that really need attention rather than dealing with such petty issues you know regarding vanity and uh, materialism you know, I think what you can do is if you related to any of this, maybe, you know, you are finding yourself in states of comparison. Maybe you are really kind of wrapped up and obsessed with something outside of yourself and really feel like you lack something. I want you to take some time to reclaim those parts of yourself and realize that those qualities that another person has, you're fully capable of exuding that. Maybe not to the same degree, maybe not in the way that they do. However, you're capable of doing that, whatever it is, or exuding that energy that you want to, putting out that vibe that you want to, you can. And just re-own that aspect of yourself that you may be seeing in someone else and reclaim it as a part of you. And realize that you are capable of so much. You know, I say it every week. <laughs> it's, it's said in the beginning of the podcast, like, to discover your infinite potential, discover what you are capable of in this lifetime. And rather than idolizing someone else, really look with inside of yourself to treasure everything that you are and everything you're capable of, you know, and you can see in other people things that may inspire you and just choose to be inspired rather than more um, envious towards people. Thank you for tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. 
I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.